1: good evening everybody how the devil are we um it's a big weekend it's what we've been waiting for maybe not in the circumstances that it's presenting itself with but uh, will brendan rogers win his first game of the season at the eighth attempt or is he drinking in the last chance saloon will steve cooper's men finally click It's the first Fox's Forest Derby in the top flight since the 16th of May, 1999. And just for a few facts to get you going, 32 years, 153 days, uh, 4 hours, 1 minute and 35 seconds since Nottingham Forest last won a trophy. And that was um, the League Cup, where they beat Oldham Athletic, yes. (laughs) Remember that? Things you got to cling on to, haven't you, Forest fans? <laughs> this is Leicester for LiDi TV. Good evening, thank you for joining us. We are previewing the first, as I say, East Midlands top flight derby between Forest and Leicester since 1999. Q Prince, you couldn't afford him. <laughs>
0: You're watching and listening to Chris and
3: Lester to Light Die TV on YouTube and your favorite podcasts.
1: feeling nervous as hell uh, I, I, i'm prepared for the game I've actually moved my sofa three foot forward so I can get behind it. I <laughs> it's going to be one of those. I haven't been behind the sofa since uh, the Daleks on Doctor Who when I was growing up. Well, there was the time with my ex-wife, but we won't go into that. Uh, welcome along. It's Leicester Till I Die TV. Thank you for joining us. Uh, if you're Nottingham Forest fans, welcome along. You are more than welcome. If you are new, uh, do what it says there. Give us a subscribe it's not just Leicester content we do. We do quizzes. Uh, we do a lot of things we can get Forest fans involved in. Um, Mud slinging, uh, banter, <laughs> yeah. and we are all over, all over the place. We are. If you if you look for us on social media, you'll find us. On right? us on YouTube. Listen on your
3: favorite podcast platform, or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester till I die. Broadcasting live worldwide.
1: Indeed. Um, and if you are listening on your favorite podcast, thank you for lending me your ears. Um, well, yeah. I'm going to say good evening. There's a couple of people who commented already. Please feel free to comment. Um, there's no charge. Um, Lester fan, good evening. I liked as soon as I saw the stream. And Natsu, times 05 on Twitch. We are on Twitch as well LTID TV. L-T-I-D-T-V, that's where you'll find us on Twitch, you are most welcome that, so don't know if we've uh, interchanged before, if you want to follow me on Twitch, I follow straight back, so please, please do. So, we are looking, looking at probably Leicester's most important game in many a year. Uh, I mean, we joke about when Forrest last won a trophy. I think they're going to be very hard to banter each other when they are literally one place and three points above us. Um, but I to give credit where credit is due to Forrest. They have won a game this season, which is more than we have. Why... Is Roger still there? That is the question I have. It's the question that I was asking to Owen uh, Palmer-Atkin from BBC Radio Leicester and Jordan Blackwell from uh, the Leicester Mercury and Leicestershire Live. There's two shows. Go on to Leicester to Lie Die um, TV on YouTube, and you will find them both under the latest shows banner. So get us there. Um All Brighton, KDH and Vardy are key on Monday, says Facebook user. Not sure who you are, but welcome along. Uh, Must start as they truly know what the game means. I've got to be totally honest with you, uh, Facebook user. Everybody should know what the game means. If there is a Leicester player out there that does not know what this game means after the debacle of the FA Cup last season, then they all... Well we should we should sell them all, we can't obviously, but my god if they don't know what this game means I mean it's at Filbert Street, Filbert Street oh my god, there i going back, I'm going back to when we last played them uh, it's at Leicester at the KEP uh, it's the league, it's the first time in 22, 23 seasons since we last played them uh, in the top flight it there's so much riding on this. Uh, it's been nicknamed El Sacchio. Um, whether it's that's going too far or not, I don't know. It was also sort of kind of given to the Villa game as well. Uh, I can't believe that Steve Cooper is in, uh, is in trouble with his owner. Uh, I know the owner also owns a Greek club and having appointed a manager in the summer, he's already been sacked, but... You know that I don't know how much you can you know compare the two, 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 two teams. We'll ask we'll ask David who's coming in uh, the Nottingham Forest fan along with Craig later. Um, but I never thought I never thought I'm not going to lie. There's no point in lying. I'm not with my wife anymore. <laughs> I never thought we would be looking at that when we next play them. You know when we play them next, Forest in nineteenth. One win, one draw. Leicester, bottom of the league. Bottom of the league. No wins in eighth. The worst start by a Premier League club since the Premier League was formed. Thanks for that extra record, Brendan. And I, I, this is, a, and I know, I know. Obviously, Brendan isn't watching this, but if you are, good evening, Brendan. Um, why are you still here? Why are you still here? Well, we, we we know we've gone over this so many times, Brendan. I just want to say two words of advice to you: fuck off. There you go. Anyway, got got that out of my system. There we are. The table is not looking so good. David's in. Good evening, David. Uh, hello there, Chris. I'm going out on a limb to say it will be our most aggressive game so far. If not only to pay them back for the FA Cup, well, they they should. And as the Facebook user said before, do they? um, You know, do do the the players know what this means apart from sort of obviously the you know the local lads uh, and those that have been there uh, been there a while? Yes, they should after that FA Cup because if they don't, then they're blind. That's all I can say. Mind you, the way the the Leicester players have been playing this season, they are blind. Terry, good evening. All hope all is good. Uh, It is, I'm sure. Um, So let's go. Let's 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 do the stats, shall we? We don't make particularly good reading. I'm not going to lie. But there we go. Those are the stats. So this is the recent team form, and I do believe they actually uh, include the. Stockport game. I mean, how sad is that that we have to impl- include the Stockport game, a fourth-tier team that we couldn't beat in 90 minutes and had to rely on penalties. We've got to include that so we've got a little bit of green on the board. That is what Brendan has taken us down to. I don't know what Top is doing. I mean, Top's over in Belgium. They've had a good start, OH Laver and our sister club. Um, maybe he wants to see one of his teams win because he isn't going to see it probably here. Uh, and he hasn't seen it here, let's be honest with you, for I do not know how long. But you know, it's not looking good for either of those two clubs. Um, 10 goals we've scored in the last uh games, uh, 22 conceded, six goals uh, scored, 17 conceded for Nottingham Forest. Do you know what that means. It's gonna, it's gonna be nil nil. Um, oh, oh, I can see this being five. Oops, hang on a second, let me get rid of that. Sorry. Um, I can't multitask, I never could. Um, True Reds in big up, mate. How the devil are you? Welcome along, sir. Um and Terry is in, evening all, hope all is good. Uh, who would you start, Chris? Well, i tell you what, we're going to do that at the end. We're going to be doing the uh, – uh, well, when Craig joins us at the end and we've, we've let Dave go, we're going to be picking our our Leicester team. So uh, it will be interesting to see – well, we, we, we've, never, we've never yet got one that Brendan's agreed with, have we? Let's be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> we should be so lucky that he'd ever do that. Yeah. Um, let me just. Where oh, honestly, this week I'll be glad when it's over. It will end. It will end just by us losing to Forest. That that's the only way it can finish. It is. There's no other way. Anyway, this is this is these are the actual results. Then, so uh, this is done by BT. So this is based just on uh, the league, uh, as you can see there, Leicester. Mm, not looking good, is it, eh? eh? Um, I mean, you know, Southampton. And the, the one thing that I will guarantee, the one thing I will guarantee on Monday is there will be no dogs in the stadium because neither team can hold on to Leeds. Oh, come on. No? I'm trying. No, no, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, no. Uh, Please forgive me. Um, <laughs> I know it was bad. I know. Uh, I mean, you know, and, and I guess within there, Chelsea, uh, Arsenal that aren't in there, Man United, Spurs, they're all teams you'd probably expect to lose to, even if we're having a normal season. But 5-2 to Brighton, 2-1 to Southampton when we've got got 10 players in the squad that beat them 9-0 all those years ago. I mean, it it is embarrassing. It is embarrassing. Um, If you have a look at that, that is when uh, we concede more goals. And the thing is, I am looking at that and I'm saying, well, look, Brendan, I can get this information off the internet. What are you guys doing? We concede more goals... For Leicester, you can see there in the 60th to 75 minutes and the 75th to 90. So basically, the last quarter of the game, we are conceding goals. So what? Now the problem I've got with that, the problem I have with that is that is after Brendan will have made his substitutions. Now don't be silly, don't be silly. I know he won't have made have made five, but after he's made his substitutions, you can see there. That we are conceding the goals. So he is actually making us worse with his substitutions. Why? Why are you he still here, Brendan? Why? And here's the tail of the tape. This is this is what we've been doing this season. So, just to quickly run through here. Um, ball possession 84 to us, so it's a hell of a lot more. It's double really than what Forrest had. But then we know when we won the league. Before everybody says it, yes, possession doesn't win you games. But if you haven't got the ball, you're not going to win the game. So it's a bit of a one of those that you can quote either way. Uh, attacks we've had more, seven seventy-one to six hundred eight for um, uh, Forest. And again, if you ask me, what are the classes attacks, I've no idea. Offsides pretty pretty much equal on that. Uh, shots on target we've had twenty-eight. Twenty-eight in seven games. That's like three a game. No wonder we're bottom of the league. And can we put can we put can we put a picture up in the um picture up in the changing room in the home changing room tomorrow with a picture of the fucking net so that the players can know what they're actually shooting at. On target 19 for Forest. I mean, the funny thing is I could be talking about either team here, couldn't I? Off target 80... Uh, oh, is that? I can't see that. 55. 55. Yeah. It's that, it's that white thing with, with 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 nets in, guys. Corners. The problem is Forest fan told me the other day. They're actually good at, at scoring from corners. We know what we're like. But the set piece coach has had three weeks. Will he make a difference? Um, yellow twenty yellow cards for Forest. My God, they like to go through you, don't they? <laughs> I bet they will as well. The average player rating, well, as good as equal on there. Uh, so those, those are that's the tail of the tape. Um, head to head now i'm trying to tell you this is one I do tend to take with a pinch of salt because uh this is off the uh, premier League website and of course we haven't played in the premier League uh, each other since as i've often as i've said a few times the sixteenth of may nineteen ninety nine what were you doing back then i was i was literally i was just leaving school and if you believe that you believe anything uh but Again, you know, we, we've won one to Forest three, two draws. Um, we've only won one at home, but they've only won one away. This is so going to be nil-nil, isn't it? <laughs> it's got it written all over um, on that. Um, and that is – those are the tale of the stats that we've got. So let's just catch up with some uh, comments. Um, going back quite a way here. Um uh, we, we did, I did say this before. Yeah, we will be picking a team at the end, uh, Facebook user. Uh, Harmon's in. Good evening, Harmon. How the devil are you? Do you think Topper sat Brendan because most players are still behind? Or do you, I think you mean, do you think Will? Uh, will he, will he sack Brendan? Um, most players are behind him. I don't know. It depends which news outlet you read because one of them says, yes, they are. manitins coming out. They're making these big things, but they're not going to come out on camera and say, look, yeah. We don't like him, but we do know Leicester have got, have got a history of um, their, of the players revolting, haven't they? <laughs> I saw that Highfield, but Paul Merson says we will trash the trees. And I thought, oh, he's going to go, he's predicting another 9-0. And then I realised two things. When he said trash, he, meant three, he said 3-0. Uh, now, to me, 3-0 is not a trash Also, let's be honest with you, it's Paul Merson. how many predictions does he get right Um, and I've just seen Dave the Forest fans reaction to that in the green room and uh, I I think he was the really (laughs) Uh, ah Harmon saw you not sat (laughs) yeah exactly not sat (laughs) do you think Top has not sat Brendan because most players are behind him I I, I really I I have a lot of faith in, in in Top I have no faith at all in Brendan at the moment you know he's got he's got it right, you know he got rid of Pearl. but when we got rid of Pearl, we were better than this when we got rid of Ranieri, we were better than this, so why have we still got this clown in charge? um according to reports, Iverson going to be getting a start will be interesting again oh, you, you guys are all set me off, Terry Brendan Rogers is supposed to be this great man manager. I'm not being honest with you; he couldn't manage a piss-up in a brewery. Because if he's this great man-manager, why is he coming out in the press and, oh, might have made a mistake about Ward? Um, And he's he's laughing away at my pain here, I think, is what he's doing. Um, Just remember, only one place above us. Um, But, yeah, I mean, he's supposed to be this great man-manager. And then then it comes out and says, oh, these players have got to find another club. And then he's stuck with them because they haven't. Oh, a bit awkward there. Uh, how did it make Ward feel? And I don't think Ward's been particularly that bad, isn't he? Yeah, he's been at fault for a couple of uh, couple of goals, but then you know, Schmeichel isn't doing brilliantly at Nice. And Everson had one game in the um in the League Cup, as I say at fourth fourth tier Stockport. Uh and he made some horrendous howlers in the pre-season. but people, selective memory. Um oh then yeah, Harman Sat does it again. Uh, is this is the start of the season or the end of the BR era. Hopefully, Facebook used I don't know if that's Jason or not. Hopefully, it's the latter. Uh, as Terry says, please like and subscribe, uh, David. I'd say that Brendan has a little credit left in the bank. Why? Why, David? What credit has he got? You know, I mean, maybe he's on a banker's bonus, uh, and I, I didn't pronounce that the correct way. I've got to be honest with you. But what credit has he got left? Yes, he's won the FA Cup. In fairness, by a toenail of a VAR decision. Yes, he won the Charity Shield by a 89th minute penalty. Okay, he's won it. Brent, um, Claudio Ranieri won the Premier League for God's sake over 38 games. That is the bigger, that is the bigger um, credit to have, and yet he was sacked when we were 17th. We weren't even bottom. So, you know, I don't I don't know what this credit that he's got is. Um it's the here and now not past law it's Totally agree, Terry. Totally agree. Uh David says, look at this where if we lose on Monday, we have he will have to go. We win and improve performances and gain points to move up the table and behind Brendan and want him to stay. It's results based. One 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 Swallow doesn't make a summer. That's what I always used to tell the misses, and you know what? One win does not make the season. Do you think if Brendan didn't say anything, say anything in public about Ward, and instead replaced him for this game, that Ward wouldn't still lose confidence anyway? Uh, what you were, t- what you were sold behind the scenes, which is come in, sit down, look, you've had a bad start. I'm going to take you out of the firing line for maybe one game, maybe two just to gain your confidence back. You know, just going to take you away because maybe the fans are getting on to you as well. So we'll just take you out the firing line, you know, put you on the subs bench. That is one thing. Oh, I'm opening the morning paper. It says here that my my manager, because I'm Danny Ward, my manager, saying that he's made the wrong decision in making me number one. Fun bloody tastic. I feel great now. I'll go off and have me full English and have a shit. I know. <laughs> True Red, I would never hope. I never want my team to win. I just want Brendan... I'm sorry, I never want my team to win. I've, I've, I've never liked to see my team win this season. I, um, I never want my team to lose, and I would certainly not want the opposition to win to sack a manager, but I hope he goes. I really do. Anyway, those are the stats. We're up to date with the comments. Keep getting your comments in. Uh, I'm sure they'll get a few more now that we are going to welcome our guests in. He's back. We only spoke last night. He can't keep away. He just loves coming on here so much, and and I'm gonna—he's gonna hate me because I forgot to remind him to pick a team for later. But I'm sure he can do that. He doesn't—he doesn't need time to, uh, <laughs> to to get it together, do you, Craig? Oh, of course Matt. not.
3: <clears throat> of course not. I'll I'll do what Brendan does and just wing it.
1: Well, <laughs> you can put all you put all the uh, put all the names in a hat and yep. just pull one out. You know, if Ward's up front,
3: you know who's going to notice. No problem.
1: I'm sure we can do that, Chris, between us. I'm sure we can. I'm sure we can. Now, I have heard that uh, some Nottingham Forest fans are turning on Steve Cooper, which I find strange because, yes, you know, I'm so glad they're down there with us. It makes this show a little bit easier. But surely it's too soon for him to go. Um... Is it not, Dave? Dave.
0: It is too soon, Chris. Craig, how are you, lads? All right. How are you doing? Been, yeah been
1: um, enough, but good evening. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, my, my pleasure, lads.
0: Absolutely my pleasure. Yeah, I'm I'm, you know, kind of like apprehensive, like you two, lads. Are you you've got issues and we've got issues, you know. Um, as regards Steve Cooper, hmm. I would say, yeah, I saw the comment previously about Brendan having some credit in the bank. I think Steve's got a bit more credit in the bank at the moment but it's a crucial game for you and it's a crucial game for us and it's a crucial game for two managers, you know. Um, so we will see what transpires on Monday night.
3: I was going to say, Chris, uh, you know, it comes down to how long does credit last? You know? Not, not long if you look at Claudio Ranieri.
2: Mm. No, yeah.
3: I, I can say that it's... Uh none of us none of us are party to anything that's going on behind the scenes so we don't know if all the players are behind him we don't know if he's fallen out with some we would imagine he's fallen out with some because he he tends to do that um i was at i went to the spurs game as you know and oh, I yeah. <laughs> <That> <laughs> talk didn't... about it. I've always been told it's good to talk
1: about these things. <laughs> it didn't
3: look like a team that wasn't playing for him. Let me let me put it that way. Mm. And, and I yeah. agree that first half
1: performance, and it wasn't the six-two. I mean, yes, it was a six-two, obviously, but there's two wonderful song goals in there that yeah. you know <clears throat> nobody could have saved. But that's not the game I'm particularly worried about. It was the Brighton, it was the Southampton, you know. It was, yeah, all I was, all was, all mm. was alluding to,
3: Chris, was the fact of, of the talk of whether he's lost the players, mm. what,
2: right. whether they're right. being
3: set up right, whether their lack of confidence that's another thing. Whether he's lost the players, I think you see that on the pitch. Mm. Um, and it didn't look like they weren't playing for him, so that, that's, that's mean, all I was alluding to
0: there, yeah, for me. That first half from Leicester was was really encouraging.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, they played some really really good football, and they probably have the one midfielder in the country at the moment that unifies everybody. He yeah. should be in. He 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 scored one beautiful goal and he ran the game. And then, to me, indeed, he doesn't get caught on the ball by Betancur, and it might have been a different game. So well, that's
3: it. I mean, you've you've got yourself back into the game. You know, we. we the, the old problems are still there, so let, let's not, you know, say that they're not. But, yeah, we'd got ourselves back into the game. We'd gone in at 2-2 and then we did exactly what we did against Brighton. We we made a silly mistake, gave away the next goal and we we couldn't come back from it.
0: Mm.
1: Do you think, I mean, for me, like I say, had we had we lost those games, because we played four of the, of the so-called big six already in our first seven yeah. games. So it was a difficult start. Um, But, that's you know, we say, oh, look, you know, look at how the season's finishing. There's always sort of things you can say. But had we won those other games or, you know, come away with a few points and we made be sat in 14th, 15th, I think, you know, the fans wouldn't be like we are. It's mm. the fact that, like I've said there, you know, look at, look at when we concede our goals. Uh, let me just bring this back up because I know Craig wasn't in. I'm not sure whether you were in at this point, Dave. This mm. is when we score and concede our goals. Leicester City concede our goals after 75 minutes. Mm. So basically, by then, Brendan's made probably three subs, in fairness, because we know the other two, he doesn't understand we get five subs at the moment. So, I mean, he's actually making us worse with his substitutions, Craig.
3: Yeah, I, I sad thing is, I don't think that's a new thing. Mm. I think he he kind of there's a lot of issues going on isn't it clearly and he's not he's not a manager who you exude confidence in when we're in the in the lead in a game because mm. he has this tendency rather than go and get the next go and get the second go and get a third go and get a fourth finish a game off it's almost like he doesn't trust the players so he he, he goes defensive and he makes changes. And what it happens to do is just draw the opposition on. You're basically saying, have the ball, see if you can do something. And inevitably they do, you know, and we concede. So, but these are all, these are all things that, you know, more confident manager, more confident players. And I don't think you can ever um, underestimate how much confidence plays in any player at any level. Maguire was a really good player for us. Let's not let's not yeah, let's not pretend he's gone into a cauldron where every mistake is analyzed to death alongside his price tag. And his confidence goes and it just gets worse and worse and worse. And I think that's what we're seeing. Players stop showing for the ball or as soon as they get it, they they don't want an extra touch. They want to get rid of it, you know, and it's all these things and, and there were signs against Spurs that we, we were on the front foot. I think we had more of the play in the first half. We looked like the team that were were going to break them down. And then again, as soon as anything goes against you, you know, it's like in, in life, you know, if people are saying lots of nice things, but if you're, if you're not a confident person, people are saying lots of nice things about you. It only takes one to say something negative. And it brings everything else down, and I think that's where Leicester are at the moment, and that's why it's yeah. such an important game because you have to change something.
1: Yeah, and, yeah. And the worrying thing there, though, Dave, is that when we are conceding goals at the end, that's your second best time to be scoring them.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, and, it's, and it's... just before just before the break as well. Yeah, well... Do <laughs> you you're not like the start of halves? You just like to sort of go no, out with the bang?
0: We're a strange bunch as well because you take... I mean, we, we were sort of tootling along quite nicely despite um, we played well against Tottenham. Um, we got... You know, we came out of that with some uh, some positivity even though Tottenham were better than us and, and enjoyed our wanting to have a go at them because they soaked it up and they hit us on the counter. I mean, basically, the first five, t- five, six minutes of that match was all us. Harry Kane, one touch, one nil down, which is mm-hmm. like, welcome to the Premier League. Um, and then we went to City, who beat the 6-0 and were incredible. They played walking football and were 20 or 25 minutes ahead of Forrest. Forrest, bless them, they tried hard. They ran their bottoms off. <laughs> and nobody could accuse Forrest of, like, not giving their all. But Manchester City are from a different galaxy. Yeah. In fact, Manchester City are from a different galaxy to everybody else in this league, right? That's my view. Yeah. The issue yeah. then, getting those two big guns out of the way, if you like, is, right, here come Bournemouth and here come Fulham, right? So there's a kind of a complacency, and I think more so amongst the fans than amongst the team, because Steve Cooper is so grounded, never gets ahead of himself. It's only the next game that matters, and I don't think the players could be accused of complacency because that's not how they are, but I think some of the supporters thought, well, it's only Bournemouth into it's only Fulham, shut Mitrovic up, and we've got the game one. And actually, we started both games pretty well. We were two up against Bournemouth, two, you know, going along quite nicely. We, we were one up against Fulham. But unfortunately, these teams are more settled and have a, an, uh, a, a, an actual identity, which is what Forrest is searching for. You know, I mean... The bottom line, the fundamental thing, lads, that and I've been on a number of these things with different clubs and different people who, who are not Forest supporters. And what everybody has to realise, they have to ignore the claptrap coming out of talk sport about Forest being vain and just signing 22, 23 because they can. That is not the truth. The truth is they've had to sign 22 or 23 because 22 or 23 have left. So five were loans who had to go back three or four grab and Figueroa, and some others at the ends of contract and then the rest if we're being harsh not good enough for the Premier League so Forrest have had to go and bring these in which mm-hmm. therefore makes Steve Cooper's job the most difficult of all the 20 managers in this league because he doesn't know his best 11 yet I mean we've had we've had Forest podcasts where we've all been asked to pick our 11 and you could have 10 Forest lads on lasses whatever. And they picked 10 different 11s. And Steve Cooper would come on and he'd be the 11th person and he'd pick an 11 that was different from everybody else. Yeah. Forrest, all like a jigsaw where the pieces are in the box, but you don't know where they fit. I think I, my view of the other two teams going into Monday night, in terms of a bigger picture and a context, I feel that Leicester City, and this is no disrespect to Leicester City, because back in 2016, despite me being a Forest fan, I never had more pleasure from a team winning the league. Oh, oh, from... I'm going to clip that. I hate this hegemony that the big six have got, and Leicester knackered that, and it was brilliant. And, and I, I loved it. And when they won the FA Cup as well. But I just feel Leicester are coming to the end. This is, And again, I, I don't mean to insult or offend any Leicester City sports. I just feel Leicester City are coming to the end of like their golden age, if you like. It's just naturally gradually. Cashfish Michael goes, Jamie's coming towards the end. You know, a lot of that team has, has come and gone. Whereas Forrest, they're like, let Leicester have been in the school for a long, long time. Mm. Forest are the new kids. They're the year sevens trying to learn what it's like to be in this big school. And at the same time as trying to learn how to play in this incredibly difficult league, they're trying to find out who they are. Yeah. So, two teams. I think the two teams are at different stages of development. I don't know what you guys think, but
1: it's it's a good point, Craig. And you know, we we know that this revamp was supposed to happen this summer or the start of it, and Mm -hmm. for reasons that we've 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 wrung out uh many other shows we we know why not two two things i want to pick up on what dave said and throw them at you if i can do craig um first of all if i suppose if we were like a jigsaw we 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 wouldn't have the four corners would we are <laughs> <laughs> any good with corners come on that, you've got to give me credit for picking that one out there the next. <laughs> and, and second I mean, the argument <laughs> yeah. could be... Chris, I'm so pleased myself. You are, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. thank you. I'll say that. I'll use that one again. Um, what Dave said there that, that he hasn't got, that we should have, because we haven't made the signings, a settled team. You know, all the players know each other. And when I read in the paper today that Soyuncu cannot get in our team that sits at the bottom of the Premier League, not mm-hmm. having won a game, conceded 20-odd goals, and um, we're thinking about putting a, a midfielder in there again, in Mendy, and yet Inter Milan are looking at him and he could be playing in the Champions League in a couple of weeks.
3: Yeah, I think there's two different things there. One, I, I read the same article. It didn't mention Mendy at all playing in the in the back five or back four. That article said that maybe Mendy should be playing instead of in Didi. Okay, so um,
1: that, that shows me up for not having read the actual article, doesn't
3: it? That, that, that's what it does. I mean, you know what it is. It's yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Mercury. It's the same yeah. as any local rag at the moment. It's all clickbait mm-hmm. stuff. But I I remember you set, mentioning that last night, and I went and read the article, and that's what it's about. It's about saying maybe Mendy, who is more protective and better mm-hmm. on the ball at the moment, should be playing there instead of indeedy, so the back four isn't as exposed. The point, point is clearly again one of those players that he's fallen out with. And uh, you go all the way back to that Liverpool documentary when he was there, he was almost preempting the fact that he was going to fall out with someone at some point by getting them all to put names in an envelope who, who was going to let them down at some point in the season. And I think it's what this is showing up is there's some serious character flaws, uh, with Brendan. What I won't listen to though is the two arguments being thrown the same way so we're we're saying that brendan isn't doing a very good job with these players fact but on the other hand we're saying that we didn't get the revamp now brendan came out and clearly noticed that this team like like football clubs and you're right there uh, about it's cyclical that this cycle of this team was coming to an end and needed refreshing so if you're being positive and you're sitting on the, uh, you know, give Brendan a bit of uh, a bit more time. He noticed that, um, and he came out and said this team needs refreshing. Now he's not been allowed to do that, so he's stuck with the players that he almost hung out to dry and said these players are not good and they're coming to the end of the cycle. So he's, well, he's such a good man manager. Pardon? He's such a good man manager, isn't he? Well, no, but this is what I've said. that It's showing up his character flaws here. Mm. He's, he's clearly a decent manager, you know, or as I will say, and I've said this all the way along, I think he's a very good coach. I don't think yeah. he's a particularly good manager. Yeah. And there is a big difference in football, mm. you know. Uh, and I think that's what it's showing up now at the moment, that he's, he's, he's still got the players, and I think... That's why, I, I mean, tomorrow, I think we all know this game on Monday is a much bigger game for Leicester than it is for Forrest, and that's no disrespect because I think, Cooper, as you say, you're still finding your feet. You can clearly, you know, see there's something there because you're getting ahead in games. And, you know, if you weren't, that would be a problem if you were just conceding, but you're not. You're getting yourself ahead. It's just learning to see out a game. And, yeah. And Cooper's... Cooper's learning at this level as well.
0: Yeah, yeah absolutely great, absolutely spot on, mate. I, I, my take on Monday night is that uh, which of the two clubs, which of the two managers, is more desperate? And I don't think it's us. I don't think, I don't think, I don't think Steve Cooper's job rests on Monday night. But I have a sense that Brendan's might. Where, where I am with Steve is Steve's got enormous credit in the bank. The people who've been calling for his head uh by the vast majority of extremely knowledgeable and uh uh and, and thoughtful and considerate nottingham forest fans is that what 40 feet on the trot he took in the baby out of the bathwater after 40 feet uh uh no way don't be so don't be so short-termist don't be you know some people seem to want short-term gratification nottingham forest is a project hell it took us 23 years to get back What's another little bit of patience to go on top of it? So I think that uh, those people who've been calling for Cooper's head, by and large, have been shouted down. They are a tiny minority. Because the way we look at it as a fan base and as a Forest family, because that's what we are, this guy took us somewhere that that most of us never thought we'd ever get to again. I mean, exactly a year ago to the day, his first away game, we went to Barnsley right we were a goal down after an hour he took a defender off which chris hewton previously had never done because chris hewton was the most conservative a lovely man don't get me wrong but the most conservative um sort of staid, cautious character and in that game at Barnsley, steve took a defender off to buy figurado and he put lewis Graben on we were level within a minute one three one and that was a kind of a launch pad four days later we went to birmingham one three nil and then the momentum gathered. But even because we've been conditioned for 23 years to underachievement, failure, 4-1 at home to Stoke when we should have got in the playoffs and mucked it up, right, which everybody remembers, right? We've been conditioned, and we're still like that, not to assume anything. So when we got to the playoffs, mm, Sheffield United, that's tough. Maybe we'll get there. There were some gung-ho people. Even then at Huddersfield. So... in the same boat now in that we're like we're taking it steady but he none of us could see i mean we were bottom a year ago the the league below i mean if you if you look at it i said on a podcast the other night let's look at it this way this time last year we were bottom of that one Mm. this time a year later we're not bottom of this one Mm. okay we're not in a great situation um but i think i think there's more wriggle room for steve cooper what yeah. i'll say about steve cooper is if we get to uh 90 minutes on november the 12th against crystal palace at home and we've got nothing from i mean our, our next bunch of games are you monday night just down the road villa at home Wolves away brighton away liverpool at home on a saturday dinner time forget that Arsenal away on a Sunday, Mm -mm, not going to happen. And then we've got Brentford and Palace at home. So if you take the Arsenal-Liverpool games out, because nobody in their right mind would imagine Forrest beating either of them. If we don't get anything from these other games, then the spotlight that's on Brendan on Monday night then switches to Steve. Because uh, I think uh, your owner has a little bit more restraint than our owner does. Our owner, Mr. Marinakis is a little bit more mercurial, Uh, not, not to Watford levels, not to ridiculous Watford levels where they change a manager every time he goes to the toilet. Um, I just think that Mr. Mr. Marinakis had Corberan, at our sister club, Olympiacos, six weeks, great CV from Huddersfield out the door. Now, again, this is this idea of credit, Craig, credit will mean nothing to Mr. Marinakis. Who's incredibly ambitious he doesn't want Forrest to come up and be hanging on by the skin of the teeth at the end. I would take seventeenth on goal difference right now. I'd, I'd bite your head off for it. But Mr. Marinakis wants more than that. And I think if it gets to that, if he gets to that palace game and Forrester either, you know, you know, haven't picked any points up and, and worse are adrift, <laughs> I think he will act. Mm. But at the moment, Steve is pretty safe. I tell I just,
1: you, so well, would you say the same for Leicester though? Because we've got an, a, a a big yeah. run of easy. I no disrespect to the other teams, um, but as Forest as look at this game on Monday and think like, wait, you know, we've got a good chance in this one. The next five games are winnable. Um, yeah. Should we not have made, or should top not have made that decision to maybe refresh things before then? Because if we don't get much from those next five games, that gap is going to be bigger than you know London bridge
3: it is but i think i think if there weren't any signs of um as as being able to get a result if if you know th- there's been pockets of games where we played really well and i think that's the disappointment and he's flying in he'll know what's going on behind the scenes what i was going to say is with fans it shows you how 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 ridiculous Fans are If we You know You're second from bottom We're bottom Both managers Under pressure To different extents If you go and win The next three We lose the next three There'll be Leicester fans Asking for Steve Cooper To be our manager That's
0: (laughs) He's in the betting He's in the (laughs) betting Brighton wanted him You know He was on bright He was second favourite Behind Um I can't remember now, but and then obviously Brighton being Brighton, yeah, they plucked Deserby out of nowhere. But I I tell you what, I would say about Monday night lads: if if you're gonna if you're gonna if if I'm gonna be like the, and it's it's an onerous position being the spokesperson for like however many thousands of trickies because we don't all think the same, and that's the beauty, that's the democracy, and that's the diversity of thought, which is great for football and great for Forest, great for Leicester. But if you ask most of them, and I'm going to be a little bit. Facetious, all the Forest fans are like, thank God Leicester hadn't replaced Brendan before this game. Because if, if you we'd have gone into the King Power on Monday night and you lot had got not Brendan, mm. we'd be thinking, crikey, we're in for a bounce. I mean, we yeah, got no it. I tell, you, I, tell you, I tell you what conditions is to that thought. Mm. Uh, Bournemouth turned up, having got rid of misery guts, mm. um, and they, brought, they had Gary O'Neill on the bench. Unheralded and Gary O'Neill coached beautifully that day for Bournemouth. Let's give credit. You know, I'm not one of these people who, like, you know, I I, I want Forest, I think Forest to win because I love them. I look at it objectively. There are always two teams playing a game of football, right? So, where I've been brought up by my father, who was a football man, a scout for Forest, my grandfather was a brilliant footballer locally, and they brought me up to see two teams, right? But, like, you know, Bournemouth. Got a bounce by not having Scott Parker, Mm -hmm. right? And so and so everybody was like, then you know you get through we get through Bournemouth and Fulham somehow, and obviously a little bit scathed. And then you look at the next one, and obviously the next one's a bit of a local bragging rights job. And you think we're all like, please don't replace Brandon, (laughs) you know. (laughs) So and I and 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 actually I tell you what's a good point about Brendan, uh, and you made a really good point, Craig, about Brendan. He seems to get. He seems to have got to a certain point with all of his clubs, where uh, never the twain shall meet. It seems to me the only club that he didn't do that was Celtic. But then Celtic yeah. are only playing like uh, Odeby Town and you know Hinckley United and teams like that in their league, so there's no real pressure on managing Celtic. You know, apart from all you have to do at Celtic is win, win four matches basically. Yeah. Um, so I don't think he fell out with with uh, with Celtic, but it seems that he's getting. But then, you know, I go back to that first half against Tottenham mm-hmm. and I was watching because thinking, I want to have a look what these are like before we go there. Mm-hmm. And I thought, first half, Leicester were really, really good. Yeah. You know, Mad- Madison, James Madison, if James Madison's got one on him on Monday night and I really like the way he fronted up after the game, he, he spoke mm-hmm. really, really well. He came across, if I was a Leicester fan, I'd have been really proud of him. He came and faced the cameras and he took mm-hmm. sensible. Of- he, he, he was a good guy he represented your club really really well now if he gets one on him on, on uh on monday night and you lot you would my, my imagining if i was a neutral i'd look at that game and think lester are going to come at forest like a ton of bricks because they are more desperate and i imagine forest are going to be put, i would i think forest will get put under the cost for a bit mm. and it's how we deal with it you know so i i but it, but in madison if you put the two teams together and said right pick the most talented player from that squad and that squad. I see you pick James Manison. I just think he, he, he to me would be the crucial figure on Monday night in Monday night's game mm-hmm. and how we stop him is vital to us. We have got form in doing it because, and, and, and forgive me, I'm going to step back a little bit in history to February. I think it was. And that FA Cup game, I can see, I can see you guys blanching at me mentioning that FA Cup game. I have muted him. <laughs> <laughs> um, in that game, I mean, Madison played all right at, at the City ground in that 4-1. But Yatesy, <laughs> who is again persona non grata with the Forest fans because we're winning. Yates, they all like Yates. We're losing. It's all Yatesy's fault. But Yatesy did a really good job on him then. I think he irritated Madison. So mm-hmm. we, we can do it. But I just think if James Madison sets his stall out Monday night, it's going to be really hard for us, I think. I mean, I'm I'm hoping,
3: well, I'm, I'm hoping that I'm hoping that Madison still thinks he's got a chance of getting in that England squad, you know, because I I think any, any football fan other than he who shall not be named, otherwise I'll go off on a rant, um, (laughs) thinks he should be in that squad. You know, if you can take 12 defenders, you can find a place for Madison. Yeah. Um, So I'm, I'm hoping that he gets the bit between his teeth, and he wants to go out there and show, because he's got everybody behind him at the minute. You know, Mm. everybody is is sort of rooting for him, Mm. Uh, and I'm hoping that he decides that now's his opportunity. You know, it's the only game that day; all eyes are going to be looking at this game, local derby. So much on it; it's crying out for somebody to take it by the scruff of the neck, and I really hope it's Madison
0: somebody yeah, made I, the comment that, earlier yeah, be, the... i hope from an england point of view he does lads but from, from <laughs> yeah. point of view, yeah. i'd rather like i'd rather like james to kind of fight like get to the get to the king power and find oh god i've left my boots at home you know what i mean <laughs> something like
1: that <laughs> somebody said in the chat earlier um and i don't know if i can just just find it here um just bear with me guys uh about i can't even find it but uh about who who knows what this match means to people? Mm-hmm. You know they said KDH because the local lad Jamie Vardy because he's been here long enough, along with all Brighton, he knows what derbies are like. But Craig, after that game that wasn't, you know, that has been brought up, <laughs> I don't blame him for doing that. Sorry, yeah. um, right, Surely <laughs> we do it with Southampton all the time. But surely, Craig, after that game, if those players do not know what this match means and what it means mm. to um, the crowd, just go one nil down on Monday night,
3: and I think they will f- feel the full force of the crowd. They do, that's my worry, you know. And, you know, it brings into, almost brings into disrepute, people calling themselves supporters for me, because you can take your ire out on the manager after the game. You should be supporting the team, and the team is the people who are on the pitch. And, We've seen it, you know, on the, on the really big nights down at the King Power, what a difference a supportive crowd can make. And mm. even if we go one nil down, the crowd can make such a difference on the outcome of that game. Mm. Park, whatever you think about Rodgers, is your team, and that's what you should be supporting. If you call yourself a supporter, you I, should support.
1: I agree with what you're saying, but it's hard to cheer when you're looking at dross on the pitch. You know, we go back I, to the I don't, 12 yeah, Chris, Yes, you can that, support the in, team, and I'm not saying I'm not thing. saying booing. Wait until the that, end of the game. Do not do that during the game. But you've got to have something there that's going to get you going. You know, of it's, course, it's, you have. it's if we go one nil down, will many fans think? we can actually still win this i know ralph hosnell did when he we went 1-0 when we went one nil up against them he that mm-hmm. then thought we can still win this and made the substitutions obviously that won in the game mm-hmm. but that's the problem you know is there enough there yes we played well against spurs in the first half and in fairness a lot of spurs fans have said they were worried at half time mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we were so on top but it it's not I don't care. Tomorrow, I, I, if Jamie Vardy breaks wind and farts the ball over the line, I don't care. I want to. I don't care what the performance is like. I mm-hmm. want a 1-0 win. I don't want to be sat here Monday night after the game and say, well, do you know, we played well for 30 minutes in that first half and we still fucking lost 3-0. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, you know. <laughs> and I get I what he's saying, but we've got to see something. Uh, think, yeah,
0: think that actually, lads. I think that applies to both teams. I mean, uh I get self-righteous and a bit pompous and think, well, when Forrest, uh, it's a bit like a family. When my family's in the shit and it's having a really bad time, that's when I love them more. And when Nottingham Forest are getting a good hiding and it's really going bad, that's when I love them more. It's... it. <laughs> I remember a, thing, a saying it's easy in life to smile when the world rolls along like a song, mm. but a man's worthwhile if he can smile and everything's going effing wrong, mm. right? And my view is that... We I mean, might pass it. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> what I, we, we set a precedent last year in one game in particular, and I keep fetching it up to sort of say to supporters, this is what we need. This is where you can be a 12th man. In the semi-final, second leg against Sheffield United, having been brilliant at Bramall Lane in the first game, and, and you know should have like finished the finished the tie off then we were th- we were a goal up Brennan scored to make it one nil so we're three one up on aggregate second half so from minute 40 minute 46 to minute 96 or whatever Sheffield United were brilliant by far the better team and Forest were hanging on and Forest would not have got to extra time in that great match if there'd not been 45 minutes of Forrester magic on off the pitch non-stop Loud as anything, and the worse Forest got, the louder it got. And so, the Forest fans have almost set a standard, right? Where I can turn around and say, Well, you were prepared to do it then against Sheffield United when the chips were down. Will were you go do- away in that game? It's again, mate. We were you home, we were away in that game. We were at home, mate. And oh, that uh, yeah. away from home when we come on Monday night, our 3000 or whatever. Yeah. They'll sing their hearts out. Away from say,
1: home, if you're away, you, then you do tend to get the
0: hardcore support. Away from home is from not a problem. But at, the city, at the city ground, um, against... Sorry,
1: I, just, I just want to come back to Craig on that on our point when we are talking about performances. If this was Pwell in this position now, Craig, mm-hmm. would you still be sat there, not necessarily defending him, but saying, oh, you know, do more time,
3: look at the performance? No, I've not said look at the performance. What I've said is the fans need to realise that they can play a part in that result on that night. That's my point. That, that's, that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying if we play well, but we get beat, that's OK. Because I think if we play well and we get beat, it'll be gone. I think it's a result. Mm. What I'm saying is, if we go a goal down, for whatever reason, if the fans then think that getting on the players and the managers back is going to help it, then I, I, it's just beyond me. I don't understand yeah, let's- it. Let's say we go out there and we're lethargic
1: and oh, we're at home, but yeah. we're letting forest come all over us, um, and at us. The crowd aren't going to necessarily be, be get, getting up, they might do for a few minutes, and then they go, oh, Here we go again. Mm. If they see the players putting the performance in, mm. then yeah, I, I can see them getting behind them, but of course, the players I are get putting
3: that. the performance in, it, it is, I get that, but mm. you've you also got to realize that, as, as, as you said earlier, it's easy to be a a, a a loud, cheering fan when all the results are going right. You know, this is the time when you realise that you can affect a game.
2: You mm. know,
3: you talked about there about Forrest having the 12th man in, in that semi-final. Mm. I mean, luckily, they had the 12th man in, uh, in the final as well with the VAR, but, you know, <laughs> let's not go into that. You know...
0: You leave John Moss alone, Craig. He's a very good friend of ours.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he hates us. But no, I I, I can say that the, the you touched on it before, Chris. <laughs> yeah.
1: <Well> okay.
3: <done>, <laughs> the performance really <laughs> is, is irrelevant. Yeah. The performance is irrelevant. It is a result, you know, mm. that we need. Um, all I'm saying is yeah. that the fans have a role to play. But losing a game. And I go yep. back to the great escape year, but if you're losing a game
1: and you are getting, we, we lost a lot of games that season, mm-hmm. but we we were putting the performance in. You know, when we lost 5 2 to Arsenal when we won the league, we still put a performance in. Mm-hmm. And this is what I'm coming back to the players. And it, this is going to be a big one because, like you say, uh, Dave, when we played that FA Cup match, We'd had the, the the youngsters out in the round before against Watford, and we stuffed them 4 one. Say youngsters, mm. but I mean it was four or five of the players were were, were from the co because of, of COVID. And then when we came to you, we had all the first teamers back. First time we've played, you know, in how many years, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, mm. And it looked like they couldn't be asked.
0: The, the caveat, Chris. The yeah. caveat to that match in in. Yeah, well, I can I can sort of, you know, cheer and sing and say forests were wonderful. The caveat is that that Sunday afternoon at the City Ground on BBC One, there was no Cashfish Michael, there was no Johnny Evans, and there wasn't what I considered to be one of the, the finest strikers of the last 10, 15 years playing. So I think I think Leicester missed three Talisman. In that game, we score, we score early. Within a second, uh, Brennan has put one through Danny Ward's legs, and then we're off and running. And then... Whatever Leicester do from that point on, they're kind of right up against it. I, I just, my own, my, my my. If I was if I was Forest, what well, I would definitely want to do uh, Monday night first twenty. I mean, a goal for us would be wonderful, but just to irritate the King Power faithful because I think a lot of a lot the mood in that stadium depends on how uh, Leicester City's supporters. You, Nottingham Forest, do they regard them as lambs to the slaughter? Well, we'll beat these. A bit like we did against Bournemouth mm-hmm. and, and to a lesser extent against Fulham. And because we'd already made our minds up that Bournemouth and Fulham were, ah, oh, these are the these this is this is six points because we got beat by City and Tottenham. If Forest Steve Cooper, I reckon will say to say to our lads, you know what? Be a nuisance for fifteen, twenty minutes, irritate them, make it seem like you've got the upper hand in the match. And then maybe maybe the house of cards will fall in. Now the opposite the opposite to that is if I was Brendan or if I was you two lads, I want Brendan to say this means more to us than it does to them. Mm. Balls to them, mm. go at him, and and you, you almost less Leicester, less have got booger all to lose because they've lost everything already to this point. Mm. So I just think the mood in the stadium is so is so crucial, and I think a little. I do think Leicester are the favourites. They're at home. They are the established Premier League team. They're not the ones learning. The problem for Leicester is their context has been fantastic for the last four or five years. So they set a bar of expectation, which is way different to Forest's. right? If I was Leicester, I would say, hey, we won the league not long ago. We won the FA Cup. We were Champions League quarter-finalists. We've we, we massively overachieved. If you like, Leicester have done in the last five or six years... What we did under the greatest of them all at the tail end of the seventies, and to a lesser extent at the end of the uh, at the end of the eighties, you know. So do, we you in,
1: do you include the the single "We've Got the Whole World in Our Hands" in that greatness?
0: I've got a vinyl copy of that, so yes, it was. <laughs> I think it was. I think it was one of Brian's finest moments. He, um, he, his. I think he was a baritone. I think I'm not sure. Archie Bell really? was a soprano. <laughs> uh, Peter Shilton was a tenor. So yeah, I do. But if you like. Um, we set a bar that we then struggled to, to kind of meet over the next i guess 20 or 23 years you lads have set a bar now and and it's about maintaining that whereas with forest i, I think you know i don't think it will be end of the, it it'll be it'll be it'll be bad and there'll be a lot of bad feeling because you don't want to lose any football match but i don't yeah. think a defeat on monday night for us will be catastrophic i still think that forest have Yeah, I I think
1: you agree. You're too new for it to to, to sort of... I think we have have mitigated circumstances,
0: lads. That's what I think. But Leicester... Brendan's got to be
1: sat there, hasn't he? And, you know, taking the point that Dave said, he's going to be sat there and going, right, whatever we do, we do not give away an early goal. We do not let them get on top. And then the Forest will be sat there going, if we can get on top, the crowd will turn. And, you know, they're going to... So. It is very much, I think, down to, to Brendan's tactics and
3: formation and choice of it players. Is. It is. And, you know, the one criticism I've levelled at, at Brendan's team is a lack of character in key moments, you know. Sometimes we've shown it, you know, and we, we've been able to dig in. But very often, you know, when we're up against it, we, we've not been able to to find a solution. And, and again, that comes with, with confidence that everybody starts looking around at each other and we haven't got enough leaders on the pitch. Uh, and you wonder whether some of them have lost that little bit of desire. And at this level, 5% drop in performance is is deadly, you know. And do Absolutely. you
1: think, talking about leaders, and, you know, I looked at that, you know, that Madison interview and he, he does speak so well mm. and whether it's sort of, you know, put on for the cameras or not, all Brighton being vice captain, mm. and he's already got a kick in the game. I <laughs> think as he as he's not started this season.
3: Yeah.
1: Would Madison, do you think Craig have made the better vice captain because
3: he's maturing so much since since mm. he's become a family? For me, it's an irrelevant title. Mm. You know, if you're a professional footballer, you should be a captain on the pitch. You know, I don't care that somebody's actually carrying the armband and gets to flick a coin. That's that's the start and end of it for me. Yeah. You know, at that level, you should be a captain, caroling your players around you, and it comes naturally. I don't think just sticking an armband on someone makes makes them a captain or not. Mm. Madison shows, as you say, whether it, it's for the for the cameras or not. He looks like he's someone who cares. You know, he looked like it. He looked devastated after that Spurs game. You know, he just sat there in the middle of the pitch on his haunches and it looks like he cares. And, um, and I hope there's a few more like that who, who realise that they're up against it. And this is, if, if they don't realise this is a make or break game, then they might as well just, you know, hang the boots up because you shouldn't need to be told. Brendan's team talk should be irrelevant, to be honest. At this level, you should know what's at stake and you should go out there and, and leave everything on the pitch. Yeah.
1: And Dave, you, you've made a lot of signings, like you said. Um, and I understand, you know, why. Um, <laughs> just extremely jealous. Uh but a calculator. <laughs> would you say, who should we be looking out for and what are your thoughts on... Jesse Lingard joining you
0: <laughs>
1: you knew that was coming at some
0: point didn't you? <laughs> you know what gentlemen I had a suspicion that that name was going to crop up um <laughs> Jesse uh we like Jesse as a character he's come in he's uh, he's a breath of fresh air around the club he, he makes people laugh I think he's good in the dressing room he's really popular amongst the guys in, in the squad Uh, I watch a lot of the training ground videos and and stuff that he do. He's a real character. He's basically a living embodiment of TikTok, um, which uh, (laughs) thankfully my niece has got me into. So I understand that now. Um, And actually with Jesse, I think Jesse's coming from a difficult individual position in that last year, Manchester United just basically cast him aside. There was all this meltdown going on at Manchester United. Poor lad never got a chance to play. So I think he was kind of ostracised. and I don't think he was... I think from a from a, an actual match fitness point of view, he suffered. I think from a psychological point of view, he suffered. Um And also, I think the, the fact that he'd had such an excellent loan spell at West Ham prior to that put some pressure on him. Um, I Um We had a podcast back in July, right? And we were talking about players we would have wanted to sign, uh, Mr. Door, and he asked me the question. Uh-huh. And there was a couple of other lads on. And I said, you know what? Jesse Lingard's free. Why don't we go and ask him? And I got laughed out of court, right? So I'm going to claim a little bit of credit that Jesse's here now. Jesse (laughs) Jesse hasn't yet had the impact on a game that we would like. But stats that I've looked at say that as far as, as regards Forest players are concerned, Jesse has had more telling touches than anybody in the time he's been on the field. So, I think Jesse is developing... Jesse's... A lot of them are at this exalted level they've never been at before, so they're learning. The likes of Worrell, finding it difficult. Joe's a great lad, but he's finding it difficult. Yatesy, finding it difficult. McKenna, who's been our rock for the last two years, been outstanding. The silent man, the man you never have to talk about, he's finding it difficult. You know, Brennan, every, we came up, everybody... every All the other 19 clubs in the Premier League thought, right, Brennan Johnson, stop him, stop Forrest, right? Lad's got to learn. He'll get there. He's a brilliant young player. He's gone away to Wales and played well in the international break. He'll get there, right? But So Jesse's kind of, kind of trying to get back to where he was. The others are trying to get to a level they've never been to before. So I think it's... Um, it, it's if you, if you want to look out for somebody, if, if I was to pick somebody who I think will play um, on Monday night, I think Morgan Gibbs-White has the potential to be a real star for Nottingham Forest and to catch people's eye. I mean, he's England under 21 international. He was outstanding uh, in his loan spell. He had a loan spell at Swansea, which is where he and Steve got to know each other and it was curtailed by injury, but he was flying for Swansea. I think Swansea had a brilliant start season, mainly based around him. And then at Sheffield United last year, he was absolutely outstanding. We played them uh, four times in the end last year and in every game Morgan Gibbs-White was the biggest threat to us. In fact, in fact, that semi-final second leg, the, the weird thing was, he was by far the best player in the whole city ground that night, by a mile. Yeah. And then he missed the penalty that sent us to Wembley. Yeah. But if you look at a player, you know, if you're a neutral and you want to see a lad with a little box of tricks, Morgan Gibbs-White. So he he's still learning because he's never played, you know, okay, he had a few games for the Wolves, um, but he never seemed particularly happy. I think he was wanting away from there. I mean, well, i go back to the Fulham game and, and Morgan. There were a couple of t- touches early in the second half where had had they come off, Forrest could have been two or three-nil up. And that that six minutes of Fulham brilliance, and it was Fulham was superb for about yeah. five or six minutes when they scored their three goals. That might actually not have come come to count for anything had Morgan's little tricks and flicks come off. So I think he's somebody to look out for. Um, I mean, how about
1: the aforementioned Mr. Dorr that you that you did, uh, he is on the BBC uh, website tonight. Um, yes, he is. Yeah, and he actually says his
0: prediction is that both teams will stay up. So, um, um, I, I think they... well, I think they will. I think I think I, I did read that article, Chris, and he said that one of them would definitely change managers. It may yes. end up being both. May end up being both of us. I think. Yeah. If if I were a betting man, and I'm not, I would say that uh, Brendan is out the seat quicker than Steve, but, you know, yeah. both of them might be gone if, if things don't pick up. Craig, so uh, we're
1: going to be picking our team in in, in a second when yeah. we let uh, Dave go. Who's going to be one player that's going to be key for us tomorrow?
3: Um, it's got to be Madison, I think. It, it's mm. it, it, it has to be. I mean, he's our... He's our talisman. You know, he can bring something out of nothing. He can bring other players in as well. I'm not sure how Brendan's going to play it. I just hope that he... There's so much in that team that I hope he just sort of unleashes them, you know, winds them up and then just sends them out and, and they go for it. But yeah, yeah Maddison, um, it, it all goes through through Madders, I think. And yeah. hopefully he'll be able to play in a more central role and get on the ball enough. That's the key. If I was yeah. Forest, I'd just be saying, "Stop the ball getting to him." Yeah, you know, yeah. That, that would be the that would be the team talk for me. If you can stop Madison getting on the ball, then you've done half the job.
1: Score predictions there, as you can see. Um, can we'll I give you ahead. my
0: prediction, lads? And I'm going yeah. to give you a flippant prediction. I predicted um, to somebody last week that the game would end up being Leicester City five, Nottingham Forest five, all ten goals from set pieces. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you could be right. Looking at the stats earlier, you could be right, but then again, we could end up with a nil-nil. Uh, yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, just yeah. going
1: down there. I mean, I've actually, I, I, I've decided that last season I, I didn't do well in the prediction league, and I stuck by my team, and I came bottom, having won it the season before. So I've decided the points in the prediction league are more important for me at the moment. But I've gone for two two, uh, and then both of us walk away thinking, "Well, we're none the wiser." Uh,
0: can Chris, I just say as well? Hey, can I just say as well, Chris? I'm looking at those names there. So Jerry Taggart, Steve Walsh, Steve Linex, Ian yeah. Marshall, Ian Wilson. There's some real good talent there. They're good players, those guys. Could I, I could with,
1: we could do with a few oh, of those
0: in might, the team. I might be red <laughs> through and through. I might be proper Gary Baldy, proper tricky tree. Yes. Or, Football is above the love of our club. And to see those names there, really good pros, really good players, all of them. So uh, it's in my best regards to those guys. I I
1: I will indeed. Thank you very much. Uh, And uh, what I would give to have some of them in the team, like I say. (laughs) I've gone 2-2. Craig, well, he's he's keeping the faith, as they say. And he's gone 3-0 to Leicester. Uh, Jerry Taggart's gone 1-1. Uh, Walshie, who's having a difficult season because he's taken a leaf out of my book and sticking by the team uh last season. And he's gone 2-1 to Leicester. Steve Lynx has gone 2-0. But God, I, would, I wouldn't read anything into that because he is the worst predictor. Thank God he was a good footballer because he can't predict scores. Uh <laughs> has gone 2-0 to Leicester. Ian Marshall, who's leading at the moment, has gone 2-2 as well, as has Ian Wilson. 3-0, Craig. Um
3: Head or heart? Um, to be honest, I think it's a bit of both. It's definitely heart, isn't it? You know, yeah. um, I just think this is this is the this is the game. I, th- I think this is this the season. Pretty much hangs on this game, one way or another. I think we'll still be fine, but I think if we can get a decent win, it'll build that confidence going into the games that, as we've already said, that are potentially on paper winnable. If not, it'll be the end of Brendan, and there'll be a new guy come in, and it'll be a fresh start, and we can kick on from there. So, I think either way, I think this is a pivotal pivotal game, and I just think that that everything that's on it, I think we're just going to come out and give it everything and get the result we need. And um, Dave, uh, give
1: you a voice on the other side. What, what's your um, prediction?
0: I think based on the the immense pressure that. Leicester are under in particular and I think I said before that like them being at home is an advantage and you know if they can really galvanize the Blue Army then it's going to be really really difficult for Forest but I just think Forest have slightly less riding on it than than Leicester and and Forest in a way it's almost like a sort of an end of season game where one team is battling for everything and often you get teams who come with less of a com. I'm not saying less of a commitment, but less of an onus. And that team with less of an onus will often just relax and say, "Tell you what, let's poop their party. You know, let's let's get under their skin. Let's let's make them fret." And I think if Forrest... you know, Forrest will look at. I mean, the one thing that Cooper will do, he'll get them really well prepared as best as he can. Yeah, you I know, he's still looking for his best eleven. But he'll have the 11 that goes on to the field will be well and they do play for him there's no there's no empty from any of the lads towards our manager so that's one thing but i just think uh i do think the first 20 25 minutes of that game is crucial if leicester get ahead of steam up it's going to be really difficult for us but if leicester don't and Leicester sort of start to look around a bit and start to think blimey we're, we're not doing great here and forest you know, with a little, hey, we're the new kids on the block exuberance, get into the game, and I think it's very difficult. I'm going to, I'm going to go for a 1-1 draw. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I would take a point now out of this game. I really the scary would... thing I
3: think, is, I think I would as well. Dave.
0: Like, that, sorry, just would... a quick
3: one. I think just the one thing is, the way that this season's been going for either of us, if either of us are 2-0 up with 15 minutes to go, none <laughs> of us will
0: be confident. Great, <laughs> hey, great! I could not agree more, mate. And, and actually, when we've gone into these leads against uh, Bournemouth and Fulham, well, there's been euphoria around. It. I don't know if it's because I'm like a different mindset, you know, because I'm a bit older than everybody else. Like, I'm like, oh, hang on a minute, I don't see any chickens hatching here yet. Yeah. I don't see any, you know, uh, uh, stuff being we, sorted. We out. could be I'm five not, nil like, up.
3: We could be five nil up, and we'd be saying next goal's crucial. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then you just hope that Brendan, for the first
1: time in his life, probably, actually does the right thing and put a load of defenders on, and we we go down <laughs> at the back. You know, but there look look how I we mean, forest, like you say, they are they, they concede as many as they score in the last fifteen minutes. Dave, mm. thank you so much for coming on, mate. It Absolute was last pleasure, minute. Um, I, I,
0: would, I would wish you well. I'm going to wish you well in the rest of your lives. But can I yes. leave out? Monday, October the 3rd, if that's we'll all right. We'll give you that, we'll and, give you and, that. And January as say, 14th as well, as right. say,
1: may the best team win, bollocks. That's we it. want Leicester yeah. to win. But just to give everybody a shout. Right.
0: Where, where, where can they find you, Dave? Uh, the thing is, lads, I haven't got a YouTube channel or anything, right? <laughs> so uh, when Mr Door comes on or, or any of the others, they've got channels to advertise. I'm just a bloke who gets invited on says his piece, loves football, really loves Nottingham Forest, and and that's it. There's nothing special to me at all.
1: Well, it's lovely to have had you on. I have put your Twitter in in the description below so people can follow you on Twitter uh, for a bit of banter. But again... I would say the same good luck, but I wouldn't mean it. So, <laughs> I haven't got thing is, I haven't predicted you to go down. I've got you finishing, I think, 15th or 16th. So I'm sure you'd
0: take that, as indeed would oh, we at the moment. Mate, I, that would be like golden apples from a tree, manna from heaven, nectar. You know, yeah. That would be like drinking milk from the breasts of a Nepalese maiden. That would be amazing. <laughs> on that thought, <laughs> 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 thanks very would much. You take care, care, mate. Love to speak All to you, you Jen. And you Take guys, you, yeah. thanks so
1: much. Thank you. Yes, uh, thanks so much for Dave for coming on. It was very last minute because me and Mr. Dor had had been confused, shall we say, over the date in <laughs> the nicest possible way. Um, Harry's just saying here, Iverson to start. Well, we're going to talk about that now because we're going to uh, uh, pick a team and or try to pick a team, which we obviously know Brendan will not go anywhere like it. Uh, we'll do that straight after. Hello, this. Matt Elliott. Here.
0: Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here.
3: Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch
0: Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV for all the latest Leicester City news and information.
1: You can also subscribe on YouTube and various
3: social media channels for the latest updates and news on Leicester City
0: Football Club. Come on, you foxes!
1: Look at that! Organised or what? Well, uh, I'm impressed. It, it's the first time that's ever ever worked, actually. Um, what formation do you think we should go for, Craig? Um, four, you
3: know, four, yeah, <laughs> four,
1: four four two. Yeah, four four two with it
3: with the with the diamond. If you can get that diamond in the middle.
1: Right. Well, I've got two four four twos. So I've got that one, or I've got that one
3: is there a difference between them (laughs) (laughs) other than the colors (laughs) well they're about two two two
1: millimeters further up the field in the middle um what about a four three something would that yeah i thought you had
3: one i thought you had one with a diamond in the middle but it it was like a four one two one two or whatever but it doesn't matter you know i i want to give you what i can give you about
1: that one, yeah, that'll do. That'll do, right? Or I do have the B version of that, which
3: is that yeah, that'll one. do I mean, even better,
1: that'll there do. right? Go. There we go. There we go, sir. Right, I mean, probably the most controversial. Uh, and the
3: <sighs> do you stick with Ward or do you bring Everson in? Uh, personally, I think I'd I'd go with Everson. Um, again, I there was no confidence coming from Ward in terms of his, his kicking um it was scary at spurs at times to be honest he made one fabulous save but then other times every time the ball came back to him you i wasn't confident at all so um um Everson for me
1: right that said of course he's not you haven't in got a list of things let me just see if um uh i have got it um I V um I V E R like let me try this another way I V E R S E N ah there we go it says he's at Preston but we'll take that (laughs) Um, I I I, see I'm torn with this one I'm not going to lie because yes I think we need to take Danny Ward out of the spotlight for a little bit because I think you know he's the one mistake the crowd will get on his back like we said and you know it. The nerves then start jangling, don't they? Yeah. You know, and he, he, he could, I'm not, I, I'm a fan of Ward, as you, as you well know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just wonder could he do any worse? That's the question. Um, and better, I suppose, that he bring, I mean, it is a big game, but then they all are at the moment. Yeah. He's, he's probably better playing in this one than he would have been against Spurs because that would have just, killed him off before he'd even he'd even started as they say. Uh no place for Smithers at all. You wouldn't
3: have him. Um well I don't want to preempt whether I might play him out on pitch so <laughs> sorry mate. I've i known I wouldn't
1: have said it. Very quickly before we move on then who's on the bench for you, Ward
3: or Smithers? Not oh, Ward. Ward's, you know you can't you can't do somebody like that, and no, and no, out no, I didn't no,
1: you know how far you were going to go with, no. with giving him the rest. Um, okay, so uh, on the left of defense,
3: um, ba, 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 ba. I'm gonna go James Justin, yes, I would agree with that. There,
1: I mean, he can play either side, we know yeah. that, but that is his better side, isn't it? Yeah,
3: I think they, they both can play the side, can't they? So, um, yeah.
1: But, yeah. you know, that those are the sides, yeah. you know, to me, if you're better on one side, then yeah. stick to that unless you're really desperate. So I'm guessing oh. then at right back we're going for Timmy. We are going for Tim, I think. If I can learn to spell. Always a help. There we go. I think I know the two you're going for as well in the middle. So uh on the left... Of the two centre-backs.
3: So, yeah, Vestergaard and Amarty.
1: Good. I, I had no doubt that you... Uh, no. he's, um He's yeah, actually Johnny, Johnny here in the paper. I don't know if you saw it in the paper. Mm. Um, just said that. As I say that, I've lost yeah. him. Uh, Brennan Rogers sets out Yannick Vestergaard role, as Dane points out, 18-month transfer pursuit. And we did go after him for quite a
3: bit, didn't we? Yeah. We did. I mean, again, it's the it's the the Leicester Mercury, you know, twisting not not twisting words, but taking things that have been said, you know, three or four months ago, and just re- regurgitating them as yeah. if they're new. I uh, have I to. Mean, be with you,
1: I should have known better than to quote that article and not read it because and and Jordan Blackwell, lovely lovely guy, you know, I've had him on the channel a couple of times, but he he do when you get the Leicester Mercury what it says in the title is about throwaway comment three-quarters of the way down the article
3: after about five adverts. So, yes. I I mean, they're they're charged with just getting clicks, aren't they? So that's what they do. Yes, yeah. Sorry, did you say Evans there? Yeah, Evans, yeah, Evans, and then uh, I think uh, the new guy, Foss. Right, now then, how? um... W-O-U-T for his first name.
1: F-A-E-S, F-A-E-S, isn't it? Yeah um ah, there we go again not at lester but i'll take that now i hope i hope that i know who you're going to go for this central um defensive midfield
3: role hmm. i don't this is a tricky one for me this really is a tricky one uh and i i think i'm 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 going to go with the uh, the uh, the newspaper story, and I'm going to I'm going to drop Mendy in there.
1: That's what I was hoping you were going to say, sir. Um, again, you know, I I'm a big fan of Mendy.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I think he's very underrated. Uh, let's face it; he's the he's the last Leicester City player to win a trophy. Indeed. <laughs> I, you know, he was left out for so long and he I didn't hear any external mumblings or grumblings I think he's a better distributor than Indeedy
3: Indeedy I think he, Yeah I think he keeps the ball well, he, he is, he's tidy he's neat and tidy and he keeps the ball and he gives it to better players than him yes. and at the moment Indeedy again is, is in the same bracket as Ward for me he's you know Everything's going to be all eyes are going to be on him because we know his, his first touch isn't great, and when you're a team up against it, you can't afford to be giving the ball away there. So, I think it's a it's more a pair of safe hands, uh, back there with Mendy. Indeed,
1: no, I agree. Uh, I, I i i love him to get the chance and love him to come on and and do that well. And then hopefully yeah. Brendan goes, oh, he's doing all right for me. I'll stick with him rather than just bring the other guy back because I've given him a game off. But we know Brendan, don't we? Yeah. Um, okay. So, um, on the left of the two central
3: midfield roles. uh Dewsbury Hall. just give the right one. Obviously, we know, and anybody watching knows, that this won't be the team because... Um,
1: oh, no, no, no! Because we we pick a team that could possibly get us something from the game, yeah. <laughs> Brendan. Oh, did I say that out loud? <laughs> now I think we may have a disagreement coming here.
3: Okay. Who are you going to go for on the right? I, if he's fully fit, I would like to see Pratt start.
1: Yes. Oh, mate, you are. I, you, you are. You are with me today on this I've got to be honest with you that's slightly um, worrying <laughs> isn't it um let me just see here we go uh, yeah, again why isn't he if he's fit you yeah. know because he's shown he, he wants he, like you say he's got that he wants to play for us
3: yeah allegedly. and he's got more all- – He's not as creative as as Tielemans, but for me, he's got more of an engine at the moment. And we need that. We need that in this game yes. because Forrest still run and run.
1: Do you think Tielemans needs
3: to be in a good team to perform well? Um, potentially, I think he's, again, it he just shows you, it doesn't matter how good you are. Confidence is everything, you know. Yeah. And... Uh, I wouldn't say fair play to him. He's not gone shirking, you know, through all of this. He may not have played as well, you know, but then f- that, that happens in form and confidence, but he hasn't gone and hidden, you know, he still wants to get on the ball and do things with it. So fair play to him. But I just think we we need a bit more of an engine room.
1: Totally, totally agree. And I would have Pratt there Every day, I'm, I'm very impressed with, with they were, this. is This is the team I would have picked. So, and Mendy and Pat, I'm in complete agreement with you. Something's got to go wrong. Uh, I, I guess in that uh, midfield role, central midfield role, it, it's
3: James. It is indeed. Well, we know that, that this will go wrong because there's no way that, that Brendan won't pick a team without Harvey Barnes in it. So, well. again, though, I mean, this is, I mean,
1: again, the starting lineup with five subs if we ever use five subs, and the team that ends the the ninety odd minutes mm-hmm. on the pitch, it, it's two different things. Yeah, and you know, you've you got to say, Kieran Jusbury, Hall, again, maybe off off color a little bit at the moment, but bringing Barnes on possibly as an impact sub.
3: Yeah, could yeah, definitely because really- I think you can't afford to start the game sluggishly, and as we've said. You know, I've, I've said week in, week out, you know, Barnes just isn't intelligent enough to offer what is required of his position at the moment. So I'd rather us play a little bit more um, centrally and allow um, the, the, the fullbacks to give us the width yes. uh, rather than having wingers who can just be marked out of a game.
1: Yeah. Mike's in. Uh, I think he's talking to you here, Craig. He says, Evening, you legend. <laughs> Sorry, I'm late. If, if you're talking legends, I mean, you've got to look no further than the man in, that invented windowsills. I mean, what a ledge. So I thought I heard a cricket then. <laughs> um, moving on swiftly. I thought I'd just give that the
3: air it needed to. <laughs> yeah
1: it needs more than air it needs an oxygen Mm. mask Uh, but you're welcome mike sorry that you came into that but um right now two up front um yes who are you going for on the left up front daka good man god are we spending too long together I know, worrying, you know what I know. they say about women when they work together. How certain <laughs> things merge is that happening with us? I'm getting worried now, and of course it's got to be
3: collecti, uh, hasn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, I think. I mean, I, I, I think we're better when we've got two up top. I think we look more dangerous when we've got two up top, and you've got to start uh, creating a partnership. And you can't mm. do that if one's in one week, one's out another week, you're mixing it up. These two together, I think I was watching um, uh, Dakar's four goals uh, last season against um, uh, Spartak Moscow, I think it was. And, um, you know, they work well together. You know, they seem to have a bit of a relationship already Um and I think there's goals in both of them. So with them and Madison, and then you've got an engine room in behind them. Um, then I think that's a, it's a it's a stronger unit yes. than playing somebody like Barnes. I, I don't think this is the game for Barnes to be honest. No, no, no. So no doubt he'll play. Yeah, Jordi says
1: such a pain, Chris. Oh, and, oh, and as, as as I well, I said wow, 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 obviously. But I'm gonna say I saw right through it. Uh, <laughs> that gets worse. Skill Sports is in as well Good evening from Twitch Don't forget Let's little a day on Twitch If that is your preferred channel uh, You can find us on LTIDTV TV Over there on the old Twitch Follow us and i follow you uh, back as soon as I can To me, that is a winning team You know, yeah. and I just feel sometimes like We are hitting our head against the brick wall Because we know there won't be two up front But like you said the best, the best um, partnerships up front are worked on. You know, they, they yeah. develop over time, not just throwing them together. But and you know, if we know he were, we know, we'll go back to one up front, don't we?
3: Yeah. You know, yeah, but... I, I, I'd i be shocked if he didn't. No, no. <sighs> Is he gone if we lose? Um. I think he is. I, you know, I, I not necessarily what I want. I really hope that we get a really good win and he turns it round. You know, I I'd really like that. Um, but I think, yeah, if we, if we don't win, I think that's his, his number up.
1: I don't think I, and I said this at, right at the start, um, I would never want my team to lose to get rid of a manager. No, but if we were to lose, Surely. I mean, and I've just quickly wrote this down and, uh, and it's getting late, so I will let you go after this question. I thought he would have gone with those two weeks hmm. uh, that we've had with the international break. Problem is, if he goes, then obviously you lose a lot of backroom staff as well, because they're all his backroom staff. Yeah. Whether you could say Brendan knows what he's doing with that would be another thing. But there's no natural person to come and stand in hmm. for him. But has Top spent those two weeks? And we thought, yep, yeah, get Brendan out and you've got two weeks to pick somebody to come in. But has he been quite clever and saying, right, I'm going to sound out sound out a few people so that if it does go wrong against Forrest, he's gone Monday night, Wednesday morning, the new guy turns up at the training
3: field. I, th- I think that's part of it. I think also, I think he's Brendan's got some credit in the bank with him you look at the games coming up and I think he's, I think top will feel more justified in getting rid of Brendan, you know, after what he's done, you know, two, two top fives, FA Cup. I think he'll feel that he has more justification to do what needs to be done. If we don't win against forest, I think he's giving I think he's almost giving Brendan the rope to hang himself with, you know, if he can get it, because as we've said, these are four winnable games or four games that where you could see us getting eight points, you know, which will put us in, in a much better place. Um, and I think it's almost giving him that chance to 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 prove that he can turn it around, that he's still got the players. I don't think one game is going to make that much difference whether he went before. I think he's he's putting everything in place to say, right, I've given you two weeks to work with these players. Not many of them have gone away. Yeah. You know, a couple of them went away and came back, you know, with miraculous injuries. Yeah. Um, so I think uh I think he's being as kind as he can to Brendan and giving him this game. <sighs> I I, I,
1: Like you say, I think the rope hang himself is a very, very good analogy. And just as Mike's in, uh, I will promise you this will be the last question. Newport in the cup. Um, Do we just write that off and say if we lose it, it doesn't matter. We've
3: got bigger fish to fry at the moment. Well, I think so. But any defeat, you know, just piles on the pressure. You saw that against uh, Stockport, you know, the fact that it'll be read as we needed you know, we put out a strong team and we needed penalties to beat Stockport, it just adds to it. So, uh, I think it, it, it'd make a lot of changes for that. But, um, yeah, either way, it's not the big thing, is it? At the moment, we, we no. need to get our league form back on track,
1: Craig. Thank you so much, sir. You're welcome. As always, you talk a lot more sense than I do. You can't speak less than me. Uh, Mike's getting his <laughs> ticket tomorrow um don't get lost on the way to leicester mate and how are you going to get home <laughs> it's, a new, it's a late game that um we may or may not see you next wednesday
3: yeah not sure at the moment it's a little bit no. up in the air but i'll confirm that as soon as i can chris really?
1: if, if you if you do you're up against our john from the newcastle yeah block so cool. um I feel confident if I was you. No disrespect, John, <laughs> but, uh, but thanks so much. You're there on you're there on Monday, there. you know. And yeah, I mean, as I always say, let's get behind the lads as much as we can. But lads, give us something to get behind. Okay. No, I agree. Yeah, you know, and I, think, you. I think that is a thing. Whistle goes for ninety minutes, then. You know, we will see. I think Brendan will obviously be... Ca- I think he'll take his sleeping bag. because so I think if we lose, he'll be sleeping there overnight
3: because he do tent- you not know, tent- go out the ground. To be honest, it's probably the best game we could have. You know, if this was against Bournemouth or Fulham or whatever, the fans wouldn't be up for it as much as they yeah. will be with it being against Forest. So I think everything's in place, you know, for us to get the win that we need. Yeah. Turf said he's keeping at your house. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, mate.
1: You would, but he'll, he'll be charging him. You know that, Craig. You won't oh, miss mate. the opportunity. I right, enjoy yourself as much as you can on Monday. Cheers, I look forward, whichever way it goes. If you if you're able to do the post match video, yep. I should be looking out for that with some uh, with with uh, with keenness, shall we say? Yes, indeed. Have a good Cheers, weekend mate. to you and all your family, Cheers. and like I say, be our lucky charm Monday night, mate. I'll do my best. Cheers everyone. That's Cheers great. Chris. Cheers, Take bye. care. Thanks a lot, Craig. Thank bye. you. Uh, wise old owl. Like I say, he is the one that talks the sense uh, in in this partnership, um, and it's good night from him, and it will be good night for me in a second. Just to remember, <laughs> so, so you can't see what I can see, which is Craig in the green room um i was about to say doing ronnie barker there but then i think that would sound very rude don't forget you can catch us on our new radio station uh, mixcloud or one word mixcloud.com forward slash leicester till i die radio uh we've got uh, it's a show a week at the moment but we're seeing how it's going and i'm still playing about i've got some new equipment which i can't get to work which is always great and uh look forward to Hearing, oh, joining me there. If you haven't subscribed to this yet, please do press the subscribe button. Uh, if you have subscribed, please smash the likes button. And if you have been listening on podcast, please, um, yeah, not a problem, mate. Cheers, Craig. Thank you. Um, and if you have been listening on podcast, thank you for lending me your ears. I'll let you have them back now. <laughs> We've worn them out. <laughs> Don't forget, this is coming up just before the World Cup. Yep, Stan Boardman and Elton Wellesby. It's going to be a right scouts evening. Um, one half of them is red, one half of them is a blue. You never guess from looking at that, will you? And we might just hear about some German aircraft as well. Methinks. It isn't going out live. And if you've ever known Stan Boardman, you'll know why it's not going out live. Thank you very much, guys. We're back tomorrow at nine o'clock for question time. Join us then and get your questions in for the panel, and we will ask as many of them as we can in the time that we are allotted take care stay safe guys see you tomorrow at nine all the best good night thanks for watching lester till i die this is chris saying goodbye and see
3: you next time
2: this week's episode has come to an end but the fun doesn't have to stop here If you have any questions, suggestions or feedback, head over right now to Twitter and Facebook and like, share and get involved. Join us next time. Lester, like till I die. TV.
1: They think it's all over. It is.
2: Sports, social, podcast network.
1: It's the ninetieth minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Automatic delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? Participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com.